0: Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communications experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business club school or group as a locally owned business instant imprint specializes in making your organization more visible with custom branded apparel embroidery promotional items print services and wide format printing for signs as well as banners and vehicle graphics want better ways to get noticed you better visit instant imprints at instantimprintscom boise or call 208 imprint that is 208-467-7468
1: it's your girl christina this is overheard at yoga so let's crank up the heat get down dog Hello, and welcome back to Overheard at Yoga. I am here with two of my favorite yogis, yoginis. I'm here with Candace Harvey and Lydia Miller. Thank you, ladies, so much for being here. I know both of these ladies from teaching at our home studio, Hollywood Market Yoga, and they're some of the best yoga teachers, and we wouldn't have had them if they hadn't moved to Boise, Idaho when they did. Hi, ladies. How are you? Great. How are you? So good. So Lydia, will you introduce yourself first? Tell us a little bit about you, like
2: your yoga background, where you're from. Sure. So we moved here in 2015, so going on our sixth year from Dallas, Texas. And we moved here because my two of my brothers at the time were living here, came to visit, kind of fell in love with it, and surprisingly enough, three of the four children really keen on the idea of moving here so it was um a big risk and just when someone says why did you move it was just a quality of life Mm. so moving from a big city somewhere we had been pretty much our entire lives and decided to come somewhere we had never even heard of prior literally when my brother moved here I did we did not know where Boise was on the map okay at all yeah um so anyway finding um Finding a home studio was was something that kind of freaked me out, which is kind of funny. We can talk more about that in a bit. But yeah. anyway, so we got here in 2015, and um, been practicing yoga quite a while. Feeling a little old, thinking about it. Oh my
1: gosh! So
2: started practicing in uh, 99, and yes, girls, that's 1999. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 1999. Where was I? I think I was in seventh
1: grade. Uh huh. Uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> yeah same <laughs> Lydia you have to tell me this story before we make Candace talk um what was the story you said you went home for a visit and um you used to be a part of like a little running hiking walking group or something do you know what I'm talking about
2: <clears throat> when I went to Dallas <laughs> <laughs> yes yes You're going to have to refresh my memory. We don't hike there. We don't have anywhere to hike. (laughs) We walk.
1: So doesn't your family joke that you're a a goat or something? Oh, kind
2: of. Well, so part of why we were intrigued to live here and to move here is so, I mean, we lived in a city, right? And Dallas is flat. So you're either running flat or you're walking flat. Yes. But we... We're we're active people. Mm -hmm. When I say we at the time, really my husband and I Mm. were hoping that this would pass on to the children at some point. I think it's passed on to some, but um, I can't remember what story you're You're talking talking about. So so Candace, Lydia, and Megan from episode two, we all went
1: on this treacherous (gasps) hike in Sun Valley, (laughs) Idaho. And um, (laughs) sweet Lydia is the leader of the pack. She was like way past all of us. And then there's me way behind everybody else. (laughs) And at the end of the hike, I was just like, I was the first one at the bottom. As soon as we reached the top and made it down the bottom, I'm running because I'm over it. I'm done. I'm exhausted. But I remember, Lydia, you were saying how you had gone back home for a visit and you didn't realize that hiking with your girlfriends was really just flat pavement and they would like move their arms like they were hiking (laughs) and they went up like the tiniest hill and they're like wow that was such a high (laughs) and you were like oh my gosh it's nothing like
2: camel's back park or something (laughs) do you know what i'm talking about? now you're okay now i'm remembering our conversation so yes i mean My friends have always teased me. I'm kind of like a little bit of a goat. And I do Uh like... I'm like, if we're going out for a walk, it's going to be... They're like, oh, I don't want to go with Lydia. Or, (laughs) okay, I'm in the mood to go with Lydia. So, yes, we get that. But... When you live in a city, you know, you picture that power walker, the big mm-hmm. moving brisk arm thing that mm-hmm. I think was maybe a big thing. Again, maybe when you guys were little tots, I don't feel like I see people doing that here. Maybe we do. But when you're in a city, maybe people do it to try to get their heart rate up a little bit more <laughs> through these big swinging arms. But now that I'm here and I hike, it's just different you don't do this big exaggerated swinging arm thing mm-hmm. and so I was back with my girlfriends and we were out for a walk and I noticed they were all pumping their heart arms really big and I was like wow <laughs> what's going on here like I forgot And I was like I guess I used to walk like that too <laughs> and then I, I kind of said something and I was like this is so interesting and they were like well, what this is how we and I was like it's just funny. I used to do the same thing, but I guess I don't have to do that anymore because now I actually walk up these big. Oh, Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. It's a different. Yes. Oh, my so- gosh.
1: And Candace, tell us a little bit about where you're from and a little bit about you.
3: So originally, I am from the East Bay Area, so probably 20, 30 minutes east of Oakland, a little tiny town called Livermore, California, born and raised there. Um, and really about six years ago, um, I just decided that I wanted to experience a different lifestyle, something a little slower paced. Um, I wanted to live in a place that I hadn't been raised in. Um, at least try it out, try to live in the mountains sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so decided to pack up and move. And honestly, like, I love Boise. I don't think I would change it. I don't, I... Love California, too, but I think this is this is very much home. Do you think because you lived in a bigger city, you went more extreme on wanting the opposite? Because mm-hmm. didn't you live in
1: Horseshoe Bend? Yeah,
3: so when I first moved here, I was married, um, and we bought a piece of property outside of Horseshoe Bend, which is a town of, like, a couple hundred people. Um, did the ranch life, Did got a horse, and... Um, lived on some property way out in the country, and it was great for a little while. And then um, when my marriage dissolved, I decided to move to Boise, the city, mm-hmm. just to be around uh, more people, like-minded people, and really found home here. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Lydia, you started doing yoga in 1999. Mm-hmm. Candice, when did you start doing yoga? Oh, my gosh. Um, probably in early 2000s for sure. Um, I've been teaching now for 10 years, 11 years. Um, so probably a good 15, 16 years. What was your first yoga class? My first yoga class was at a 24-hour fitness. Mm-hmm. And of course, there I fully remember going with my mom at 24 and... So, you know we're waiting outside for the class to start and somebody walks up and goes you're here for the yogurt class <laughs> I mean it's like normal honestly in
1: my head when I'm like thinking about going to yoga I'll say yogurt in my head just because it's do? just because I'm a nerd and yeah like, going to yogurt yeah yeah
3: I always yeah I always uh I remember
1: that I think my yoga trainer Gabriel Azule told us that when he moved to the United States um he Where's he from? He like grew up in Israel, but his mom his mom's Jamaican. He has this interesting accent. And then he moved to the South and he was living in Georgia, I wanna say. So his accent's really interesting. But he said when he was learning about yoga, nobody in the town in Georgia where he lived knew what he was talking about. And he would say yoga and they're like, You mean yogurt? <laughs> and so I think that kind of stuck with me. And now I always associate yoga and yogurt. Like <laughs> Yeah. We need a yogurt class or something. I don't know. We should. Friday night yogurt. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, that
1: would oh be great oh my gosh okay so your first yoga class you're yeah. with your mom.
3: so is your mom a yogi or what my mom um she was super supportive um always coming to my classes when you know she was probably one of the five that would come to my classes when I first started teaching Cute. um I think she prefers more fitness um like weights and boot camps and stuff like that but um yeah she was always always like Right there. Has your mom come to our studio? I feel like I've yeah. met her. Did uh-huh. she take a Lydia class? She did. I brought her to a Lydia class once. And? Um, I think she needed electrolytes after that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh she well, because well, she likes fitness, and she likes uh-huh. working really hard, and uh, so it was perfect, but... <laughs> She hasn't been back. That's kind of how Lydia is known. Um, They're like,
1: it's not hot hour. It's not hot vinyasa. It's Uh not sculpt. It's a Lydia class. It's a Lydia class. Yeah.
3: Uh (laughs) I had someone the other day go, oh, my God, I'm so glad you're teaching today. I was like, oh, why? Well, I've been taking a lot of Lydia classes, so I need a break. (laughs) I was
1: talking to Laura the other night. We were having dinner, and she said (laughs) – I'm totally calling her out right now, but, um, <laughs> she's one of your
3: subscribers.
1: <laughs> <She is. laughs> yes. So, so she was saying how, um, she went to a class, we were talking about subs and how sometimes like it's just different to be in a, your usual class 8am Saturday, here's my teacher. And then it's a sub and it's a surprise. And she said one day she goes to a class and it was a sub, and it's a surprise, but it was Lydia. And she said she had been taking your classes like consistently every time and she's like I'm gonna mix it up and take like a a different teacher, and she walks in. And <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: I, ruined I ruined her the day. i teacher, and she was like, "What?" I like, "I can't do it." She's like, "I don't know if I can." She get started me. crying.
1: <laughs> no, she didn't. But it was just like it's just like one of those things. It's kind of funny. It's so yeah.
3: funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's nothing like it, Lydia. There really isn't.
1: <laughs> um, What was your first yoga class like,
2: Lydia? So my first one was at a gym as well, a gym that was just down the street from us, and um course it was a power yoga class and it was myself and one other person in there mm-hmm. taking wait, the class wait. it was just myself and one other person taking the class okay and it was a power yoga class which is what they were calling it and um, wait and we we're wondering <laughs> they why, were I, like, calling it that or it was that or what do you mean I guess what I say that I feel like um that just kind of became a term that like I don't know it's kind of a funny term to me sometimes like I never know what I'm going to get when I yeah show yes up to I guess that's what I mean by you? it I'm like I have no idea what I'm exactly. to I want exactly I think mm-hmm. it can, it's can be kind of a broad term sometimes but uh, but I loved it I mean it was just something that was enough that um you know I moved my body like it wasn't like too crazy weird or too crazy hard but it like it, it kept me focused because it was just like just enough challenge to like make me like it mm-hmm. and um you know, there was music going, and the teacher was great. And then that was right when yoga studios just started, like, going, like, crazy in Dallas. <clears throat> and so, actually, that that gym ended up building, like, the first true yoga studio, I think, in the area. And then it just took off. You know, we had packed studios left and right. and So, anyway, and then studios started coming up all over the place.
1: How did you both decide you wanted to become yoga teachers?
3: Mm, I think, well, I found a home studio um, and really fell in love with like the entire experience of it. It was in it was in Livermore, where I'm from. Um, It was in this like old ballroom with hardwood floors, chandeliers. Like it was just a beautiful space. And I wanted to be in that space with like-minded people Mm -hmm. um, moving. I, you know, I, I grew up dancing, so it was very similar. Um, And I think I, I wanted, I wanted to stick with the practice. So I was like, okay, I know I need to teach it or else I'll do something else. Oh, really? Yeah, isn't that weird? And I was huh. really embarrassed to admit that for probably a couple of years. Like, Interesting. Uh-huh, I was like, okay, I know I, I, I want to do this. I like the practice.
2: How do I stick with it? Teach. Huh. I know. So that is interesting because, you know, a lot of teachers will say – that one reason they're hesitant to do a teacher trainer, training program or to become a teacher mm-hmm. is they're afraid mm. that they'll lose the connection with the practice. a matter of fact, when yeah. I first, I think I've shared this with you guys, when I first approached a teacher at one of these places, oh, you I told just me. About, uh-huh. yeah. and I just thought and this was before teacher training. like It wasn't how it is now where you mm-hmm. heard of teacher trainings, like yoga was so new. And I just fell in love with it. And by the way, I didn't realize you were a dancer. I didn't know that fact about you, but I was as well. Which was another reason I loved it because it kind of was moving feels my body, the same. right? Yeah. Um, so, um, anyway, and I approached the teacher after class because I just thought, you know, I think I might enjoy teaching this just because I loved it so much. And she, <laughs> she wasn't bitter at all <laughs> in her she, comment. I, I definitely did not go home thinking I was signing up for a teacher training. I oh, mean, she no. pretty much. I think what she was trying to say was hey, be cautious, mm. like you may lose the beauty that you find in yoga as a practitioner and a student if you begin to teach it. I think that's what she was trying oh, to tell okay. me, but I, how do you think I took it? I took it as- You're not ready. You, yeah. yeah. You, you can't do this. You're not ready or whatever. Oh. And I don't think that's really, in retrospect, I don't mm-hmm. think that's what she meant at all. But I think that's, I remembered feeling like, huh okay. So then I didn't do it for a few years.
1: What do you say to students who give you that response when you're like, have you thought about a teacher training? And they say, well, I'm afraid it's going to, it's going to take away from my personal practice. What's, what do you
2: usually say to that? I think it deepens it. And mm-hmm. I think if they don't ultimately want to teach, I think the process of doing a teacher training program does nothing like that was like one of the best experiences of my life. You mm-hmm. know, you just you learn so much about yourself and I think we will all agree that there's so much more than the physical practice of yoga that just is a lifelong process and journey and um I think each of us would probably say it totally I don't know it completes me it does it gets Same. yeah so I can't even imagine um there's a reason I fell into yoga 20 years ago mm. and I sit here and I think about everything that's happened in the last like 20 plus years and I'm like so thankful I've had it because I don't know. Same. yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know where it would have taken me. And, you know, the funny thing is that you say you did it t- so you would stick with it. Uh-huh, I That's knew. another thing about me, the little different in that. So as you guys are teasing me, clearly I like <laughs> to exercise and take care of myself. But <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, I think everyone can say, oh, sometimes exercise. There's days and there's times you're like, oh. I guess I'm, I'm going to go spin, or I guess I'm going to go run, or I guess I'm going to mm-hmm. do this. And, you know, we all have days where we're kind of like, kind of yeah. don't want to do it. I n- never felt that like that about yoga, mm-hmm. ever. So when that class started and I started going, it was like I wanted to go. I never had that feeling of like, oh, I have to do this. Yes, I just simply wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. So to me, that was something that was like super like, wow, this is interesting. I love that. <clears throat>
3: I think I think just the practice itself has made me feel like I'm actually like an athletic person. Oh, you know, yes. Cuz I was always so like like dancy and you know, girly and um never played sports and so I think this there's so much body awareness in the yoga practice that I'm like, "Oh, okay. Like I can I don't know, do different athletic things now because of it." When did
1: you realize that sh- that shift? Um, when you started to recognize what, when people say body
3: awareness, yeah. when
1: you're like, Oh, this is what that is. Yeah.
3: When did you realize that? Um, I had, be, I had already been teaching for a couple of years and I think I had built up so much endurance, um, mm. by teaching a ton, um, that like I'd be out on a hike and I'm like climbing that mountain, like or an actual mountain, you yeah. know, and it's working, you know, like I'm not yeah. dying over on the side anymore. Yeah. You know? Candace has a nickname, mountain mermaid. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, so you're good on a mountain. <laughs> um.
3: Yep. So what were you, say-
1: <laughs> what were you saying? I, I got oh, distracted.
3: Um, I don't know. You. OK, so you've been teaching a couple of years. You, yeah, I was teaching hiking. a ton. Oh, my gosh. When I when I first started teaching, I like dove straight in. I was teaching like 13 classes a week, um, bouncing from studio to studio all across the East Bay Area. Um, in my car, 24-7. Mm-hmm. They, um, they don't really teach you that at, at first in teacher training. Well, I, mean- I know. I don't know. I just, like, went full force. Mm. Um, I just wanted to do it, and I did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So when did you f- feel that body awareness? Um, yeah, probably a couple months in. Like, honestly, like, okay. Um, I... I know that my body is physically capable of doing different things now because of the yoga practice oh. and because, like, you've built so much strength. Okay. That was cool. Can you give me an example? Um, probably just, like, um, hiking or, um, like, water sports or paddleboarding or, you know, things like that that I probably wouldn't have done before mm-hmm. and like my body's like physically strong it's capable of doing these things.
1: That's an interesting perspective because I'm so obsessed with yoga that I will try to relate everything to yoga if I'm doing a different physical activity. Uh-huh. I'm like okay where's my breath in a cycle class? Where's my breath if I'm hiking? Behind Lydia, where's my breath? <laughs> Gosh, do you remember that? Lydia's like up at the top of the she mountain. It's just like so far away, and then she'd be waiting for I know. us. We'd, ca- We'd finally catch, catch her, up. and she's like, let's go. I'd be huffing and puffing, like, thank God it's a break time. But nope. you'd already been waiting for us. So you're like, you okay, had been well, I'm waiting.
3: Just gonna go up. <laughs> she had been waiting. She already went and like, found a bush to pee in, was already back, had a snack. I no took idea a drink. that she
1: had even done that. Yeah.
3: Um, I finally
1: decided to stop catching up with you guys because then you just take off again. So I would just stop and take a break
2: whenever I wanted.
1: So then you could see that I was way, 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 way back there and wait for me.
2: That was a great hike. I was pretty sure you guys were mad at me. No No way. way.
1: It was was really inspiring and exciting. She did take us
3: on the long route, though. We know that, right? (laughs) But we all collectively agreed to do it. I I
1: reluctantly did. did it. And after we'd already begun the the long (laughs) way i'm like okay i guess that makes sense Mm -hmm. but it was it was beautiful it was very memorable that was like that that
3: was the best
1: yeah um and even i did a rock climbing thing one time and i think the body movement reminded me of yoga how you have to like swing your hips and move your shoulder and add the breath i was like oh this is like yoga Uh um so i like how yoga has done that for me i
3: know and it sneaks up on you. Mm-hmm. huh. Mm-hmm. What do you yeah. think, Lydia? Body
1: awareness for you.
2: Mm. Yeah, well, I think body awareness also changes as you get a little older like I am. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just a fact of life. Like, I, I really don't mean it in a negative way. Like, we age. It's okay. It's fine. But as you guys know, so I went through a big hip thing, and my body's kind of gone through stuff. So for me, when I think of body awareness, it's more of like, um the yoga, the skull, the hiking, like all that stuff, when I think of body awareness, it's never like what the body looks like to the physical eye. It's how the body is feeling. Yes. Mm-hmm. So like that's that's my huge passion. and like mm-hmm. I want people to feel good and like I had to learn things through having you know a big pregnancy and, you know, problems with my hip and then I had to have surgeries and recovery and, you know, how did I take care of myself and recovery? And so to me, a lot of the body awareness is that I want to remain active. So when I teach and practice yoga, I always want to try to approach it from an angle of like, for myself, and as I'm really passionate about teaching to others, like when somebody, I'm sure you guys have So, the comment. Um, have you ever had anybody say to you, I can't do yoga, I'm not good at yoga. Or I'm yeah. not flexible. I'm not like, flexible enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're just so good at yoga. And I'm always like, hey, so <laughs> I don't believe in that statement. Like, yeah. I, when, they, mm-hmm. when they say it, I'm not, like, making fun of them or whatever. I can see where they're coming from. But I'm like, no, no, no. We just we just do yoga. Like, we yeah. don't have to be good, good at yoga. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's okay. Like, you don't need to be as, as flexible. It's just, like, moving the mind and body. Like, just that whole That is, like, body awareness to Mm -hmm, me mm -hmm. is, like, approaching it, like, hey, I can't do that pose. Well, that's okay. Like, don't do that pose then, right? Like, that's okay. You don't have to be able to do that pose. Or maybe let's change a little bit of that pose. Now can you do that pose? How does it feel now? But um, so to me, that's more of, like, the body awareness when I think of it. Mm -hmm. I think for me, gosh, just starting hot yoga in general,
1: I was like, well, I was dehydrated. Well, I drank a lot of wine last night. Well dang, I ate a lot of junk food and I'm feeling it in yoga the next day. And then it went from from noticing it in yoga to not even noticing it in yoga, just noticing it in general. I so know. like if I ate junk food, I'll admit I ate junk food last night, you guys. Um, <laughs> I felt it this morning before I even went to yoga, whereas I started doing yoga in my 20s. So Like young people don't know how they feel in their body ever. And then I'd go to hot yoga and I'm like, why can't I make it past the 15 minute marker? Okay, I'm going to start making these changes because I want to do yoga. But now that I've been doing yoga for like 15 plus years, I just notice things in my body, what I've eaten, how I've slept, like my emotions. Um, If I'm going through like an emotional time, I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. So and I think when I was younger, I was so reactive and I didn't realize it because I wasn't noticing. Oh, I'm noticing I'm getting moody. Oh, I'm noticing that I'm dehydrated. Oh, I'm noticing that my right knee has this weird thing happening. Whereas I used to never notice stuff like that. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Yeah, totally. Thanks thanks to like
1: mindfulness and yoga.
2: Yeah. And don't you think that like, in retrospect, when I think about that aspect, it goes back to I feel like that really started to take off for me too. everything you just said. Um, right when i was beginning teaching right like right as i was ending my second teacher training and um just because once you do start to pay attention and recognize um how you're treating your body what you're doing like that whole mindfulness goes to the awareness goes to the moderation mm. so these are all mm-hmm. things you know that i've i've hoped to share like with my children and i try to say say them and repeat them cuz like to me like I think moderation across the board in life, with everything from your emotions, emotions to what you're putting in your body, whatever, um, it's such a big role in your entire like process of your being. Right, that's what like slows you down. That's what makes you pay attention. Mm -hmm. That's what helps you with self-control. Like all of that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah,
3: that the balance, balance. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know.
2: And I feel like that really for me took off. Yeah, when I was doing my teacher training because I we did a couple like little side journaling projects and stuff and it really makes you just think about things and go, Oh, okay.
1: I read somewhere, gosh, I wish who I remember who told me this or where I read this. Maybe Karen from the studio might have told me this. She's taught me so much. Um, but somebody was telling me that when you have like an emotional thing going on, it typically will only last about 15 minutes. So if you can just meditate and sit with it, it should be over in about 15 minutes. And I'm not talking about like someone just passed away, grief. I'm just talking about yeah. like the the usual stuff.
2: So nothing like, not like, like a, a trauma, f- just something that like would like normally kind of- Right, maybe yeah. maybe
1: Nicole told me this. Maybe if my therapist friends told me this. Maybe my therapist told me this. Oh my gosh. Anyway, let's move on. But I was thinking about that the other day because I don't know about you ladies, but once a month I am just moody yep. AF mm-hmm. and- I this was happening the other day probably when I was buying all my junk food but uh I was like okay you've got 15 minutes to just dive into this emotion and I just laid on my bed and I was like hey just accept it. Oh, I like that. Let's let's see what happens. Yeah. Um you've you've got a a thing to get to after this but I'm going to give you 15 minutes to really just see it and let it go. And so I think I was like okay 15 minutes are up. I'm going to leave the house. I'm going to get in my car. I'm going to go to the thing. And by the time I got to the thing, I was like, oh, I'm feel great. I feel great. I Did didn't you grab need, your cookies on the way. I didn't need to cancel. Um, <laughs> no, but I had them afterwards when okay. I got okay. home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That helps too. laughs> the lady at the gas station was so sweet. She's like, do you need anything else? I was like, God, no, I'm hoping this will do the trick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a sweet tooth like no other. I was like, I don't care. if swerving into the gas station. <laughs> So, What kind of cookies? Um, I don't want to say. It's embarrassing. I love sour candies. Oh, yeah. I'm not a chocolate girl, so it was like my favorites are the chewy, sour, Jolly Ranchers, which they don't have them at every store. And I hadn't seen them in a really long time. I thought they stopped making them. But this gas station had them. (laughs) And I almost thought, like, should I buy a bunch of them and hide them around my house in case I need them? (laughs) And I was like, no, 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 just two. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I dug into them, and then I, when I feel like I had completed what I needed to do with them, I hid them on the top shelf in my k- kitchen cupboard. Yeah, for the next emergency.
2: Mm-hmm. Self control.
0: Yeah, moderation.
1: moderation. Balance. I think letting yourself feeling yes. it, yeah. giving yourself permission to just have that like hormonal snack time I know. and then this morning I'm like I had my turmeric tea I had my smoothie and mm-hmm. instead of coming from a place of like oh I hate myself for for eating food that I wanted to eat instead I was like I can just move on and mm-hmm. just eat healthy food because I care about myself not because I hate myself
3: because you want to feel good and you want to wake up because I want to feel good in the morning because I'm gonna know go to how yoga. I feel I'm like
1: dang I yeah. can tell I ate like 20 grams of sugar right before bed last night, and I had the weirdest dreams. Yeah, so, that happens. That's yeah. real. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you guys a couple of things. Um, I heard this on another podcast, so I was like, oh, I have a podcast. I should say this on my podcast. And it was, without telling me you're a yoga teacher, tell me you're a yoga teacher.
3: Um, okay, so I... Would probably say that I will sign off on my emails saying peace, love, and light. Namaste. <laughs> um, like all the emails, work emails, friend specific email. emails, yeah, friend and work. Yep, yeah, peace, love, and light.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't even notice that. That's so funny, Lydia. What do you I have think for I've me? noticed it. Have
2: I you? love it. Um, <laughs> well, gosh, I'm sitting here, I couldn't think of something. A second ago, now I'm thinking of like three things. I will have to Tell say- Tell all of them. For, for, for quite some time, so I, as you guys know, I have got four kiddos that are growing up on me, but um, I've, I've said to them for years, like one of one of my favorite little things to say is like, if if, if it doesn't come from a place of kindness, you just don't need to say it out loud. Or if mm-hmm. everyone in the world today said something of kind and out of love- to someone think of all the love we're sharing each time someone does that like Mm -hmm. just kind of constantly thinking about how and it doesn't mean that we're all going to do it all the time Mm -hmm. but the more we can just remind ourselves of that then the more likely we're going to do it like we all want to be kind I think Mm -hmm. I don't know that's me maybe I'm there's the yogi in me I want the world to be full of like. how do your children respond to that
1: yeah, how do your children respond to? They kind you do saying stare stuff? at me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mom. they know.
2: They're like, "Oh, mom's doing her thing." Now, I did have a meditate during the beginning of our quarantine when they were closed out, and really? then months later, two of them said, "You do know I was asleep." I said, "You know what? I really don't care. At least you were off your phone, mm. and mm-hmm. you were letting your mind settle, even if you were asleep." Nice.
1: That's awesome. Um, what was the other one I wanted to ask? Oh. Okay. Tattoos.
3: Any tattoos? Any yoga tattoos? Um, yeah, I have <laughs> massive lotus flowers on my hip yeah. and on my lower hip. Um, yeah, you're a yogi. Yeah, I'm a yogi. <laughs> I had it redone recently. And the lady's like, when did you get this done? I was like, oh, you know, early 20s. She goes, I can tell it's, it's pretty low on your ass. <laughs> like, oh yeah
1: gosh.
3: only a 20 year old ass would want to i think have that on there stepping into a
1: yoga studio you can tell who the yogis are because they're just not shy about their yoga tattoos oh my god no and i'll walk into a studio like out of town no one knows me and my tattoos will give me away like oh she's got an om tattoo mm-hmm. this girl likes her
3: yoga mm-hmm. yep yeah, OM yeah tattoos and lotus flowers and I guess that would be another way to say that you're a yogi without saying you're a yogi. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, absolutely, except for I'm the only teacher at the studio that does not have a tattoo. You're the only one. I'm oh the only gosh. one. So that's a big difference from home studio to home studio. There were not a lot of tattoos at the studios in Dallas where I was practicing. There could be now. Oh. I'm going to go with no, but there could be. I don't know. So anyway, I'm I'm debating... The tattoo thing, the lotus flower has been one for a while. I've been debating, uh-huh. and then I have another one that I've been debating. It has to do with, again, here's the little peace and kindness, but having um, a heart of peace instead of a heart at war. Mm, so I like anyway, that. it's a little combo of things. I don't know. You guys can fill me in. Where would
3: you
1: get it? I, I, that's
2: the problem. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time deciding the 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 place.
1: Everyone could. Refer you to you know everyone with tattoos you would get a good referral, yeah, yeah. There used to be a place downtown on six. It's Rising Grind now. Oh. It used to be a tattoo shop, and they used to stay open late, like Is that one in the morning. Um. So, <laughs> so we we're out to dinner um, with a bunch of yogis. We had a teacher visiting from out of town, so we we're like, let's all go out for sushi. And I was the DD, so I'm, so everyone's having drinks and sushi and people start talking about tattoos and yoga tattoos and someone's like well I want an ohm tattoo well I want an ohm tattoo too and and people are like yeah we should all go get one and so you see where this is going and I'm like well I know a place that stays open late and we can go there and I'll drive you there. And they're like, well you Christina, you got to get one too. And I'm like, no, I got to drive. And they're like, we're taking a taxi. They order <laughs> me, they order me a drink. They're like, you're getting one too. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, but I miss that place. They knew me there cause I'd only go there after I'd have a, had a few drinks. They late, <laughs> late at night and they're like, okay, Christina, yeah. what yoga tattoo are you getting me? <laughs> and I, it's not like I have a lot of tattoos. I have a couple ones, but I think once they closed my I stopped getting tattoos because <laughs> now I'm like, where do you go at 11 o'clock? I got, a guy, I got a guy for you. <laughs> that you can walk to from
2: this bar downtown. <laughs> no, you can't walk from downtown, but I've got a guy for you. Okay. We just, our boys oh, just yeah. begged us. So we just allowed the boys to get their first tattoo. They just turned 18 and they got one with their dad. Oh and my god! And they all gosh. went and got a, a symbol of my husband's family's business. Mm-hmm. Um and they all picked a little bit of a different location. Anyway, I got your guy. Cool, like so you got your guy too. I have my guy too. I just gotta, you know, it's a big decision. My kid yeah. said, "Why? Why are you? Why is it such a big decision?" I said, "You're permanently putting something in your body. That's a big decision." Mm-hmm. And I wanted to like, I always said if I was going to get one, I wanted it to like, it has to have deep re- representation and meaning to me. Like that's just something I feel very like strong about. Mm-hmm. But. I have something now that I feel deep and powerful about that I want to have. I just got to figure out where. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I have to ask this. What have you overheard at yoga, Lydia? So my – well, as I was saying earlier to someone, first off, it's kind of a hard one because over the years you overhear so much and you forget about it. But I will tell you the one thing that I really love about our studio that we all teach at here at Hollywood, is um, that people actually sit around and chat. And, like, even, like, Mm -hmm. the locker room kind of becomes, like, and you think of your traditional office space, everyone's, like, in the kitchen or around the water tank and chatting or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's kind of the locker room. Like, we just kind of – I mean, I think I've had referrals for, you know – Doctors and OBs and stuff, and people are tossing around stories of things going on with their teenagers that we're trying to help each other out, or we're struggling with this, or it's a vent, or it's a laugh. So like, there's so much going on, Mm -hmm. um. So it's kind of hard for me like pinpoint one. I will have to say the 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 moans of, oh Lydia's teaching (laughs) (laughs) today. We heard that a lot. (laughs) Oh oh, you're like hi guys, and I'm like you can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Those are always kind of funny when somebody doesn't realize I'm in the bathroom. Um, (laughs) Surprise! Like, (laughs) oh, hi! But I have to say, I have a cute, funny story that when I say it's funny, I'm not making fun of the person. It was I actually it was kind of a humbling thing as a teacher too. But um, so this guy came to my class, and this was I don't know probably a year ago, and um, pretty packed class, and um, he was new, which you know most people that are coming to the vinyasa classes, we want them to have a little bit, like hopefully they've come to some of the hot hours or they're familiar or we at least ask, we know. So mm-hmm. they're like, oh, okay. Which is totally fine. They can come if they know nothing, I don't care. But, and so, um, we're kind of doing that traditional sun, a thing from down dog and I'm cueing it how I normally do. And it's about the second <laughs> or third time I've done it. And I kind of kept hearing something weird. And, <laughs> and, and so we're in down dog. And I say, you know, you know, Lift the heels, bend the knees, look forward, step or hop to the top. And I finally figure out what the sound <laughs> is. I know this one. This poor guy is doing literally a bunny hop to the top. <laughs> like. like literally how you do like a the long jump, like a standing up. broad jump or broad jump. So he's not in down dog. He had to come out of down dog, but he was doing exactly what I asked when him to, he right? Came out of he down. was hopping. Like, like he, he stood up. Like at the he back came of the back snap. almost like a chair position and then launched himself up. <laughs> He did like a chair hop. Dude, yeah. he was working hard. Like I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. But then I was like, maybe I need to change how I cue that. <laughs> I like, yes. Really wasn't laughing at him. I was really like, to me, you know, you do that. You have to. There's a teacher every now and then you're like, oh, this is not working. They do not know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I have to change it. Anyway, so that was kind of funny. Oh, that's hilarious.
3: That's awesome. Candice, what have you overheard at yoga? Um, I've, I mean, I feel like when you've been teaching for as long as we have, you've heard everything. Uh huh. Um, bodily functions. (laughs) Um, Just turn the
1: music up. Yep, yep.
3: That's the thing. That's real. Um, we've heard the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. the beautiful. Um, the woo woo. The woo woo, the good stuff. Um, I think my favorite thing that I've ever heard <laughs> at yoga is my friend Lydia here saying in the locker room over and over again Candace, you should meet my
2: brother. <laughs> I was like, what is she going to say? Oh what did I say? God. Yeah, she, how I many do times, remember that day. How many times did
1: you tell Candace that you wanted her to meet your brother?
3: Uh, probably like four or five. Yeah, really? like
2: four or five. Uh-huh. I just yeah. had this feeling. Oh, my gosh. I know.
3: So that's my favorite thing I've overheard at yoga. Oh. Yes, because
1: <laughs> now you guys are moving in together. I know.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well June. done, Lydia. I know. You Thank had a you, feeling. Lydia. I did. I had a feeling. I really did not even know Candace that well at that point. Uh-huh. I just knew that I loved that she walks in a room, and it's like the room fills with sunshine. Oh, and she just that. had this big oh, smile. So mm-hmm. And she was just so lighthearted. And I can tell she just... I don't know you like to have fun and you could tell you um, had confidence she's authentic she's totally. oh my gosh you guys even totally. if even if
1: you don't feel confident you still possess the confidence to move forward anyway like you were nervous to come be on a podcast oh you're my like, god I I'm know. nervous but here you are you're still doing it anyway <laughs> you're not staying home yeah that's very true yeah
3: yeah but yeah that's my favorite thing thanks Lydia
1: you're welcome Um, Well, I would just like to take this time to thank each of you for coming on my podcast. Thank you so much because this podcast was inspired truly by the teachers and students of our home studio. So I appreciate both of you. Thank you for being here. And guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a great day. Bye. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Bye. 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 Thanks. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcast, and I want to hear from you. Please send me your Overheard at Yoga stories. Tell me about your yoga journey, what you love about your home studio, or the funny thing you overheard at yoga. Find me on Instagram at overheardat.yoga to submit. There are so many different styles of yoga and opinions about yoga, but the one thing I've seen in all my travels to different studios is yoga brings a community together. Namaste.